So you're trying a biological program and it failed. Why? Learn more from Glenn Rabenberg in the SoilWorks episode focused on correcting the cause of biological programs that aren't working the way they should. It is always cheaper to correct the cause than react to the symptom. This is the SoilWorks Correct the Cause podcast featuring Glenn Rabenberg and brought to you by SoilWorks and Acres USA. Welcome to the eighth episode of the SoilWorks Correct the Cause podcast with Glenn Rabenberg. In the seventh episode, we went through the question of nitrogen use in the plant. In this episode, we are going to talk about biological farming programs and how to solve common problems in biological farming systems. So our goal today will be to help you understand why biological programs sometimes fail and how to correct those causes. Uh, Glenn, I'm going to get right into it with this episode. Uh, so I tried a biological program and it's not quite working the way I want. Why might that be? <laughs> Boy, get in line. There's been a lot of farmers saying that same thing with the same question, why? In many cases, different growers, different farmers have applied some biological product, which is a wonderful first step. But whenever we're talking about something that may be unfamiliar, I try to relate it back with something that may be quite familiar. And uh, if any of our listeners are married and they have children, there was probably some preparation before that child arrived. There was a crib, there was a nursery, they probably had all kinds of stuff. I'm guessing the neighbor ladies gave your, gave your wife a baby shower, got all kinds of cool stuff. You prepared your home, the environment, and different food sources than what you used to eat are prepared now for that little baby. And looking at a biological program, this, these biology are resilient, but you have to understand, number one, they need air. They have to breathe because they are aerobic. And if air isn't in your soil, or if you've done no tillage, the chances of a biological program working in tight, compacted soil is horribly bad. So number one thing is everything good in this earth and in this life has to breathe. So air is the most important thing. That's where we talked earlier in a different episode about the penetrometer measuring compaction. Everything needs air. The next thing is if you have sprayed this biology over the top of a residue no-till field that has genetically modified crop residue on it, you probably have some residue of herbicide and that herbicide many times can be a registered, patented antibiotic as well as being a herbicide. And <clears throat> microbes do not like to eat poison. They don't like to eat toxins, and they will usually go dormant or spore off. If you don't have available calcium and if you don't have available phosphorus in the top portion of the soil, the microbes will not have structural integrity. We need, as humans, need calcium and phosphorus for our structural system. Microbes have to have available calcium and phosphorus in their structural system. And in most cases, 
probably 99% of the fields that we go to for the first time have a available calcium and phosphorus deficiency in the top three inches of their soil. And <clears throat> please don't blame the microbe program because your microbes didn't last in your field. Not saying that this mic these microbe companies are all honest and all have the greatest products, but please give them enough respect to give those microbes a good, honest chance and give them a good home, give them a good environment. And the environment they need is calcium and phosphorus, plus they have to have carbon and oxygen. And if you're a biological farmer, don't be afraid of the stinking, smelling, greasy liquid fish fertilizer that nobody likes to use. But liquid fish fertilizer is fantastic. It has fat, it has oil, and it has all the nutrients that were contained in a fish's life. Liquefied, applied with the microbes, along with some sugar is a good carbon source. Or molasses is a good carbon source. Put those all together and you will have a much better experience with your biological experiment or application of microbes. Thank you, Glenn. Uh, so to summarize all that, when we talk about biological programs not working right, we talk about having the correct chemistry in the soil first. We have to have the soil uh, prepared before we add in our compost or manure and our biological systems. Uh, air in the soil is the most important thing. Mixing in herbicide heavy plants to the soil may actually kill the microbial life. You have to have calcium and phosphorus in that top layer of the soil for the microbes. And uh, lastly, think about fish fertilizer with some sugar as a biological application with your crops. Uh, did I get that right? Yeah, there, but there's one other thing I just thought of when I was listening to you review that, and you did a wonderful job. If you have uh, treated seed, if your seed is treated with a fungicide, insecticide, or any other kind of chemical, please don't put microbes down on there because what we have found is there isn't a chemical out there, fungicide, herbicide, insecticide, there isn't a chemical out there that the beneficial aerobic soil microbes appreciate. So any chemical applied or on the seed or sprayed, you're gonna lose microbes. So keep that in mind. If you're looking to plant, uh, plant some seed and put some microbes on it, you may wanna think about uh, cutting back on some chemicals. Ah, the vicious chemical cycle. Thank you, Glenn. And thank you, listeners, for listening to the eighth episode in this Soil Work series. Stay tuned for episode nine, which will help you correct the causes of unhealthy soil by looking at carbon's role in your fields. Uh, thanks from Soil Works, Glenn Rabenberg, and everyone here at Acres USA. Find those causes and get them corrected.